Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Before I begin, I want to invite you to my website, www.kdwol.com, as in Kathy Davidson, Water of Life, where you can listen again to these messages, download all the music you hear, or view my video broadcasts. That is www.kdwol.com. You can also watch Doyle, Davidson, and me on Lassie Network, World Harvest Television, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. If you have DirecTV, that is channel 367. If you have Dish Network, you will find it on channel 217. The C is also available on other cable networks. Please check your schedule. Smith Wigglesworth was a man that preached the gospel all over the world. He was known to have raised 23 people from the dead through prayer. Where did he get such power? I'm going to read you a testimony of his own that describes his very beginning in walking in the power of the gospel that brings healing. I'll be reading it in the first person. At one time, I was so bound that no human power could help me. My wife was looking for me to pass away. There was no help. At that time, I had just a faint glimpse of Jesus as the healer. For six months, I had been suffering from appendicitis, occasionally getting temporary relief. I went to the mission of which I was a pastor, but I was brought to the floor in awful agony and they brought me home to my bed. All night I was praying, pleading for deliverance, but none came. My wife was sure it was my home call and sent for a physician. He said there was no possible chance for me. My body was too weak. Having had the appendicitis for six months, my whole system was drained, and because of that, he thought it was too late for an operation. He left his wife in a state of brokenheartedness. After he left, there came to our door a young man and an old lady. I knew she was a lady of real prayer. They came upstairs to my room. This young man jumped on the bed and commanded the evil spirit to come out of me. He shouted, Come out, you devil! I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. There was no chance for an argument or for me to tell him that I could never believe that there was a devil inside me. The thing had to go in the name of Jesus, and it went, and I was instantly healed. I arose and dressed and went downstairs. I was still in the plumbing business, and I asked my wife, Is there any work in? I am all right now, and I'm going to work. I found there was a certain job to be done, and I picked up my tools and went off to do it. Just after I left, the doctor came in, put his plug hat down in the hall, walked up to the bedroom. But the invalid was not there. Where is Mr. Wigglesworth, he said. Oh, doctor, he's gone out to work, said my wife. You'll never see him again, said the doctor. They'll bring him home a corpse. Well, as Smith said, I'm the corpse. And he goes on. Since that time, in many parts of the world... The Lord has given me the privilege of praying for people with appendicitis, and I have seen a great many people up and dressed within a quarter of an hour from the time I prayed for them. We have a living Christ who is willing to meet people on every line. This is the power that we are after.
Good evening. I uh, believe God has showed me to, to give kind of a testimony, to share some of the things that God has been doing in my life in the last six years. But I want to show you a use of the gospel that you may not consider. Have you ever been in a situation where you wonder why? How did I ever get here? Amen. Knowing that you would have never put yourself in that position ever. I'm going to show you what some things God has ministered to me. If you will turn with me to 1 Peter 1.6, I'm going to go over a couple of scriptures we know, but then I'm going to get a couple that we might not know so well. Now, 1 Peter 1.6, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That word manifold means a variety of temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Notice it said that the trial of your faith, the trial of your faith, your faith has to have trials. And it says it's much more precious than gold, though it be tried with fire. Have you ever been in the fire? Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 10. I'm going to go to 13. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. I love this verse. I was reading it one evening. God was ministering it to me in the middle of some real wild trials. And it says, there is no temptation taking you such as is common to man. This was my prayer to God. Oh, really? I want addresses and phone numbers. It was that crazy. I was like, there can't be another person on earth that is in a situation like I am. But the Word of God says there is. It is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. You will find that God thinks that you can handle a lot more than what you can handle. There have been many a times I have reminded God of this verse saying, you say in your word, you will not tempt me any more than I can be tempted. And frankly, I think I'm up to here. But apparently, you think I'm up to here. Right? All right, next verse. We're going to go to 1 Peter 4.12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. I said we should change that word to bizarre. I said we should change that word to insane. Beloved, think it not insane concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you because that's what it feels like. I have had a situation that I was in where I thought, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. How could I have ever gotten myself in this kind of a situation? You will find I didn't. I didn't. All right, it says, some strange thing will happen to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Now, turn with me to Psalm 18. We're going to go to verse 30. 
Have you ever tried to believe God for something, money, whatever you need, and this thing shows up? This situation, this feeling, this sin, this thing shows up. And you say to yourself, if just this thing wouldn't be here, I could do this. It would be all right. If it just wasn't for this thing. Or you say, you know, that guy's thing over there isn't near as bad as mine. I could handle his thing. I don't want to handle my thing. My thing's too hard. My thing is impossible. What am I doing with my thing? This is a temptation. And I was talking to God about this one day, about this situation. I said, you know, Father, I would have never, ever, ever put myself in this situation, and you know it. I told God, and you absolutely know it. And he spoke to me a verse that floored me. Psalm 18, verse 30. As for God... His way is perfect. As for God, his way is perfect. Do you see that? As for God, his way is perfect. Do you know what he was telling me when he was speaking that verse to me? I have you right where you are supposed to be. I have you right where I determined you to be. That was a little hard to swallow, but I knew I had to swallow it. God's way is perfect. If you are walking with God and you are in that kind of a situation or you've got this thing, you almost want to say, welcome to the fire. Now, next verse, Job 23.10. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. When he shall try me, I shall come forth as gold. You will be tried. You have to be tried. If you aren't tried, your faith will never grow. If you are given, just given, all the food that you need, the money that you need, the housing, the health, if you are just given all that, your faith would never grow. And the only way your faith is going to grow is in the fire, is in the fire. I finally got to a point where I could thank God for the fire because I saw what it produced, what it produced. Now, Job 23, 10, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. How do you come forth as gold? Now we go to Job 25 verse 4. It says, take away the dross from the silver and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. Look at that again. Take away the dross from the silver and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. I grew up near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I lived all around there up until I was six and then my family moved to Ohio. But my grandparents stayed around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, full of steel mills back in my day. Mo both my grandfathers dealt with the steel mills. My father worked in the steel mills for a little while before he went to the Navy. 
Almost everybody in that area spent some time in the steel mill. And as a little child, a curious little child, I learned about the steel mills early on. I learned some words that you might not know. Smelting. I learned about iron ore. And I learned about slag. Does anybody know what slag is? What would happen is you would take the iron ore, you would mine it, you would bring it to the steel mill. They would stick it in these huge, hot, really hot fire, smelters, furnaces, big, but they're called smelters. And what they do is they put the fire to that iron ore. And when that fire is on that iron ore, the iron ore melts and it separates. And the iron ore goes to one area and the slag all the stuff that you cannot use, that is unusable, that's called slag, and they take that away. And what is left is the iron ore. Now, as a child, I used to see the trains going up the side of the hills, and they would be full of slag. Or the, the big barges on the Mahongahela River, they'd have these huge bar barges full of slag. And slag was something like, oh, a dirt, an unusable dirt. Nothing would grow in it. It was absolutely unusable. You would use it to fill in land and then you had to put dirt over it because you couldn't grow anything in slag. That's what slag was. It's the same thing with dross. When you have gold, when you mine gold, you put that gold ore in a furnace and you heat it to where it starts to melt. And when it starts to melt, the dross, the stuff that is unusable, goes to the top. And you slide it off, and then you heat it some more, and the, the stuff that's unusable goes to the top. Well, guess what happens when we're in a trial? All that unusable stuff in us, where does it come? It goes right to the top. If you have rejection, guess what kind of trial you're going to be put in? You're going to be put into a trial where you are rejected. If you have covetousness, guess what kind of trial you're going to be put in? You're going to have a trial that has, that has covetousness in it. If you have fear, guess what kind of trial you're going to walk through? You're going to walk through a trial that has fear. Why? Because it's going to bring it to the surface. So that thing that's in your way, that's the dross. That's the slag. Now, what do you do with this thing? Go to Isaiah 53. You take it. And you put it to the gospel. That is exactly what the fire is for. It brings the unusable in you. It brings all the fear. It brings the rejection. It brings the rebellion. It brings everything in you that is not usable to God. And it comes to the surface. And when it comes to the surface, it's that thing in front of you. You know that thing could be the flesh it could be something that you really want that God doesn't want you to have. It could be anything that is between you and God, and it's going to come to the surface in the fire. Now, what do you do with it? Verse 4, surely he has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, and carried our pains. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. You take that thing, and you take it to the gospel. You take it to the gospel. Is, is it an addiction? You put it on the cross 
with the blood of Jesus? Is it a sin? You put it where the transgressions of Jesus were at. You put it on the cross with Jesus, with the blood of Jesus. And that's where you overcome it. And when you overcome it, it is taken away. How is it overcome? It's overcome through the gospel, through the death, burial, and resurrection. Now, when you're in the middle of it, it's like a giant tsunami and it's staring you in the face. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. What do you look at? Jesus died. He was buried and he rose again. That's what you look at. You put your eyes on Jesus. You don't put them on the thing. You put your eyes on Jesus and you walk in that gospel and you trust the gospel. You trust it for that, what that thing is doing and you will find that the power of God will manifest and that thing will disappear. The dross will go away. When this is all finished, when you are all finished of being in the furnace, what do you have? You have a vessel that God can use. You have a vessel that God can use. Amen. Amen. Let's have the water of life boys come up here. And while they're coming up, they're going to finish in song. If you are not born again, if you do not have the spirit of Jesus, and Jesus said you must be born again, Jesus said it, you're Messiah. If, if you are not born again, Romans 10 says, call on the name of the Lord, call on the name of Jesus, confess him Lord of your life, believe in your heart that he is raised from the dead, and you shall be saved, and the spirit of Jesus and your spirit will become one. Amen. As I look around me in these days we're living in, I question how much longer
For joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.